honestly don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> we don't have the time. <laughs> I, I fuck up a countdown. Oh, good times, good times. <laughs> so we're back a little earlier than we thought we were going to be. Yeah, significantly earlier. Yeah. I honestly thought that like maybe next week. Yeah, I was thinking at least a week to deliberate. I guess we should actually probably intro this properly instead of just like talking. Mm. <laughs> um, welcome to the Thomas Margarita. I'm Amanda. And I'm Allie. And uh, we're doing, I guess, like a part two on the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial since we got the verdict today. Mm. You'll be hearing this tomorrow, though. So yesterday. Wow. Okay, that's confusing. I'm confused already. Same. Let's just move on. But this is an update. <laughs> this is an update. This is uh, basically going to be our reaction to the verdict. Um, yes. It won't be nearly two hours again. I, I no. <laughs> Definitely not. You know, I had. I think I cut out about 20 minutes of that. <laughs> it, was, just... it was still an hour 40. So, so yeah, not going to be that length again. But uh, I guess we should talk about what the verdict actually was. Yeah, so you were... Good place to start. Uh, so this morning, which is when we got the verdict, it was a.m. our time. So, yeah, Thursday morning our time, Wednesday afternoon mm-hmm. this time. Yeah. I know time zones. So I haven't been sleeping very well. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I hadn't been sleeping well, so I had an actual sleep in this morning till 8 o'clock. And then oh, I 8 op- o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> but I checked my phone as soon as I woke up because I was just like, oh, like, I'm going to scroll TikTok for the next 45 minutes and then be late to my morning meeting. But I saw that you had texted me about yeah. like. Because I was up at 530. Like, so <laughs> I was just like, uh. and I wasn't expecting them to come back this soon. No, same. I like once they didn't decide immediately, um, and then when I heard about the forty-two questions or whatever it was that they had to deliberate over, I'm like, this this is gonna take at least a week. Like we're gonna be here a while. Mm. But apparently not. Apparently it was only like two and a bit days, three. Yeah, like I had read earlier in the week that they came back to the judge just to clarify some of the questions. I think I did. I did hear that. So I, yeah, from that I assumed, okay, well, it'll be a while. But it was not a while. Yeah. No, it was not because we've got a verdict. We do. Um, so I watched the verdict back. It was a nine-hour stream. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? You watched all of that? I, I did not. <laughs> I did a hard, like my, I don't think my fingers had pushed the right button like the right arrow button so much (laughs) skimming through that um so yeah I did watch just the bit where they read out the verdict Mm -hmm. I I think I'm a little bit naive when it comes to court cases because I don't fully understand how it works so it was a little bit different to what I was expecting I don't know why I think it's just all the movies that I've watched I was expecting like the jury to be like we the jury find Amber Heard, guilty. <laughs> I mean, it's not really a guilty, not guilty thing, right? So. Right. So they read um, the, like, they read Mr. Depp's claims against Miss Heard first. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So there was three claims. So the first one was, as to the statement appearing in the online op-ed entitled Amber Heard, I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath. That has to change. In the Washington Post online edition, quote, I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath. It has to change, end quote. So that was the first statement um, that basically the jury then came back and said, yep, we find it like defamatory. Yes, Depp and his team proved that like – there's evidence to show that it's defamatory um, okay. and all of that. Yeah. Uh, the next statement was in the same op-ed that was, quote, then two years ago I became a public figure representing domestic abuse and felt the full force of our culture's wrath for women who speak out. They found mm-hmm. that to be defamatory. Um, okay. And then the third statement was... Uh, also in the op-ed and the print version, 
which was, quote, I had the rare vantage point of seeing in real time how institutions protect men accused of abuse, end quote. Um, And they also found that to be defamatory. Um, What I found interesting, so when they were reading out the verdict, there was all these different questions. Like, do you find that Mr. Depp has proven all the elements of defamation? Um, Have they proved that, like, there's a greater weight of evidence that the question in the statement um, was published by Heard? Um, Was the statement about Mr. Depp? Is the statement false? Does it have a defamatory implication about Mr. Depp? Was it designed and intended to be defamatory by Ms. Heard? Wow, okay. (laughs) Yeah, so there was a lot of questions that had to be answered yes in order to be essentially awarded Okay. But the very last question was, do you find that Mr. Depp has proven by clear and convincing evidence that Ms. Heard acted with actual malice? Whoa, okay. And for all three counts, it was yes. And I thought that was like, I was just like, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Kind of surprised. I am, but I'm also not at the same time. I just, I think it's because the whole trial was such a shit show. It truly was. That... I think I'm just surprised that there was enough in there in in the midst of this shit show to have something that actually made sense and uh, mm. could be seen as like actually defamatory like yeah I think especially since she didn't use his name well that's it I think what really sticks out in my mind though regarding the whole trial aside from all of the shit show mm-hmm. um but when we talk about like the defamatory implications and stuff like that What really sticks out in my mind is uh, when they had the guy uh, from ACLU. I can't fully remember his name. So much information. But he was basically (laughs) saying that he assisted um, Miss Heard in writing the op-ed and they edited it and blah, 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 blah. But he he did say, he was like, it is about Johnny Depp. Yeah, he said that it essentially is implied that, yes, this is about Johnny Depp. And I was just like, well, fuck, that kind of... I mean, seals the deal then, doesn't it? Does it though? Like just because I feel like even if you kind of like know that something is about someone, it's kind of hard to prove that. But I guess if True. you have someone who like collaborated on it saying, well, yeah, it is about him. That's mm. kind of like, yeah, a bit more black and white and not so gray, I guess. Yeah. I, I do wonder if by diving in so hard to all of these al- abuse allegations, if that was just an assist to being like, mm. well, yeah, this piece talks about the abuse. They're talking for six weeks about the abuse. So, yeah, it's obviously about Johnny. She shouldn't have said that. So, but Or was he saying because he collaborated that she told him that it was about him and he assisted in trying to make it not sound like it was about him? I have no idea. See, it's like it's just, I just – in general, like, I don't know if them diving into the abuse allegations so much mm. was a good thing for Heard because, like, <sighs> yeah. it just – it clouded so much. Like, the whole trial, I think so many people got confused that this was about abuse allegations when it was just about defamatory statements made to the media, essentially. So well, like, I mean, this is kind of the thing, right? It doesn't, in the end, unfortunately, it's not really about who abused who or who did what or any of that stuff. Basically, what it boils down to is that Johnny Depp hasn't been found guilty of anything in a court of law. So you can't just go around and say mm. that he's done things, especially when it affects his livelihood. Yeah. So, like, it's not really about that. Like, it's kind of, like, more of a side effect. Um, But I feel like that's what everyone has concentrated on. Yeah, absolutely. Not to say you shouldn't, obviously, talk about that, but... um, Yeah. I just, in, like, this particular instance... Yeah. Kind of a sidebar. It's fucking wild, to be honest. Um, So then after they went through the verdict for Johnny's claims against Miss Heard, they went into the counterclaims verdict... So it was basically um, what Amber had countersued Johnny for. Uh, Mm -hmm. So the first one was um, 
a statement appearing in the April 8th, 2020 online edition of the Daily Mail, which we all know is a very reputable source. Um, quote, <laughs> Amber Heard and her friend in the media used fake sexual violence allegations as both a sword and shield, depending on their needs as, uh, depending on their needs. They have selected some of the, her sexual violence hoax facts as the sword inflicting them on the public and Mr. Depp. So I believe that that was a statement, um, by Johnny's lawyer, uh, Mr. Waldman. Okay. In that statement. Um, the jury said that Miss Heard did not prove all the elements of defamation. So that was a big fat no on that one. Did See, not win I feel that. Like that statement. one would be like more straightforward. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, maybe I just don't understand defamation. I same. <laughs> <laughs> the second statement was uh, it appeared in the April 27th, 2020 online edition of the Daily Mail. Again, reputable source. <laughs> Maybe that's Quote, the problem. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Quite simply, this was an ambush, a hoax. They set Mr. Depp up by calling the cops, but the first attempt did not do the trick. The officers came to the penthouses, thoroughly searched and interviewed, and then left after seeing no damages to face or property. So Amber and her friends spilled a little wine and roughed up roughed the place up, got their story straight under the direction of a lawyer and publicist, and then placed a second call to 911, end quote. So that one, the jury said that, yeah, yes, we've awarded you damages for this one. Okay. Um, that, yes, it's defamation, blah, blah, blah. So they went yes on all of the questions for that. Okay. And then the last one was as to a statement appearing in the April 27th, 2020 online edition of the Daily Mail, quote, we reached the beginning of the end of Mrs. Hurd's abuse hoax against Johnny Depp, end quote. That one, they said no to did you find that Miss Hurd has proven all the elements of defamation. So she okay. won one statement, whereas out of three, three, whereas he won three out of three. Okay. Then it comes to awarding damages. Johnny Depp was awarded compensatory. Is that how you say that word, compensatory? I mean, sounds good to me. Eh, it'll do. Um, <laughs> compensatory damages in the amount of $10 million. Um, and then okay. the jury also awarded punitive damages to the amount of $5 million, totaling fifteen. But So nowhere um, near what he asked for. Exactly. But... Um, at the end, after the jury was dismissed, um, the judge said that, you know, state law in Virginia caps it at 350000 for punitive damages. So essentially he's being awarded $10.35 million, right, not okay. the fifteen. In the case of Amber Heard, she was awarded compensant, compensatory damages to the amount of $2 million and... I I was listening to this and they were like, against John C. Depp II, we, the jury, award punitive oh. damages to the amount of zero dollars. <laughs> I was just like, okay. oh. <laughs> Also, I didn't know that Johnny Depp was a Johnny Depp II. Apparently so. Oh, there you go. John C. Depp II. I wonder what his middle name is. Now I'm curious. Oh, I want it to be Charles. Charles. Johnny Charlie Depp. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> What is it, actually? Yeah, I'm giggling right now. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be, like, the least common search for Johnny Depp at the moment. But Oh, whatever. it's Christopher. Oh, is it? That's really disappointing. <laughs> I really wanted it to be Charlie. <laughs> Why? Um, I don't know. Just decided that that was what it was going to be. <laughs> Christopher. That's, yeah. That's a bit... He's from Kentucky? Bless. Okay. Anyway, sorry. We're learning things today. We are. <laughs> That's the verdict. Um, I am a little bit surprised. Oh, I'm definitely surprised. I thought all this was going to get thrown out. I think, like, as I was hearing about the quote um, that Amber won on, I think had Mr. Waldman stopped before saying, you know, so Amber and her friends, they spilled a little wine and roughed the place. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it would have been fine. <laughs> but, like, you add that sentence on the end, it's just like, well, you probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> But also what I don't understand is how can she sue him for his legal team? That's what I was wondering. 
That does not make sense to me. Right, considering it's a quote that came from his lawyer, not from Johnny Depp. So I don't Unless fully understand like how that works. it was a statement on behalf of, but it kind of didn't sound like that from the quote you read. Yeah, it, it's really weird. Like I haven't checked out the Daily Mail news things. Why um, would you? Daily right. Mail. Um, so I have no idea how that works. But yeah, I thought that was a bit strange as well. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like that's very odd to me that like she's like he's talking about direct quotes from her. Is she's talking about quotes from his legal team? Yeah. I'm just going to have a quick Google and see if I can find. I was going to say, surely there's an answer to this and we're just being dumb, but it sounds weird to me. There's just, there's so much that's come out like in the last six weeks and then the verdict. So there's just so much stuff out and it's just like, oh, just answer Yeah, I was going to say like I, I, I Googled, but it's just giving me a lot of not the answer. Right. I'm sure it's around Google somewhere. I'm just not finding it. <laughs> Look, if someone listening to this knows the answer, can you please tell us? Because I would genuinely like to understand. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't understand the law on legal proceedings at all. So I would love to understand why that is. Same. Considering, like, all of his, like, statements against Amber are direct from her. Like, it's an op-ed that yeah, she exactly. wrote. Whereas this is like quotes from... The only thing I can think of is that it was a statement on his behalf. Potentially, yeah. That's the only thing I can think of. Because otherwise it doesn't make any sense. Mm, indeed. Me, a non-legal person. <laughs> right, me, who knows nothing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I guess then the next thing that came out, of course, were the statements. Okay. Um, I did read Amber's. Do we read Amber's? Like, do we read their statements? It's, it's, I was going to say, Amber's was pretty short. Yeah, okay. I don't have it in front of me. Do you have it in front of you? I do. I do. Okay. Um, okay. So dramatic reading. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> so I got this from Twitter, from Amber's Twitter. Uh, it says, the disappointment I feel today is beyond words. I'm heartbroken that the mountain of evidence was still not enough to stand up to the disproportionate power, influence and sway of my ex-husband. I'm even more disappointed with what this verdict means for other women. It is a setback. It sets back the clock to a time when a woman who spoke up and spoke out could be publicly shamed and humiliated. It sets sets back the idea that violence against women is to be taken... It sets back the idea that violence against women is to be taken seriously. I believe Johnny's attorney succeeded in getting the jury to overlook the key issue of freedom of speech and ignore evidence that was so conclusive that we won in the UK. I'm sad I lost this case, but I am sadder still that I seem to have lost a right I thought I had as an American to speak freely and openly. I am going to say fucking yikes on that statement, man. I feel like out of all the things that she could have said, that ain't it. I'm just confused because, right, she says that, like, you know, she talks about the freedom of speech and the freedom as an American to speak openly and, and freely. But you you literally just also got awarded two million compensation for something that somebody else said. So right. their right to speak openly and freely has inadvertently <laughs> awarded you two million as well. Yeah. I um I kind of feel like taking the free speech route, which like is kind of a foreign concept to me because we don't have it here. Right. Like I don't, I don't get it. To me, I'm like, okay, yeah, you could, you can say whatever you like pretty much, Mm. but like there are still consequences of that. Exactly. Yes. That is a good word to like put to it. Consequences. Genuinely don't really understand that. I think it probably would have been more powerful if she had actually spoke about, you know, women not being believed about abuse. I mean, that mm. seems the more powerful route to take to me instead of making it all about her not getting her money. Right. I I don't like this idea that it sets back the clock. And then I also don't like <laughs> my first thought when I read this was like I put myself in like the jury's shoes because like so the people that were on the jury weren't allowed to essentially find out anything about the trial that was going on in the public eye. Like mm-hmm. they had to stay off social media, blah, blah, blah. I'm pretty sure they had to stay away from like TV in terms of like news coverage of it and all of that yeah. stuff so that they couldn't be influenced, which I agree with. 
Mm-hmm. But can you imagine just having six weeks of your life not being able to access Twitter? Um, and then you come to Twitter and then this like this lady that you've just watched in court for the last six weeks is just like, you know what, you were swayed by my ex-husband. Well, yeah, because he put up a better fight than you. Like, Well, so I was going to say, again, I don't actually really think that whether the case was well presented or not has anything to do with the allegations of abuse. It's just that his team was more competent. That's kind of it. It just... I. I just feel like there's all of this talk about the abuse and she is just so on this high horse of, yeah, well, you know, he's obviously an abusive person and he's abused me, so give me my money, please, when she doesn't address, like, the fact that this was a defamation case. Yeah. Like, she said things about him (laughs) that she shouldn't have said. There were consequences, like you said, and yet it's still all about, like, well, you know, men, ugh, (laughs) essentially. Look, I mean, I agree, but. (laughs) (laughs) Hard say. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I don't know. Yeah, it just sort of, like, it feels a bit weird to me that, you know, she wants to talk about, I guess, essentially, like, being a feminist and setting up women's rights and all that, but then her statement is mostly about not getting the money. This feels a bit off to me personally. Mm. Everyone deals with things in their own way, I suppose. It just felt a bit weird. Yeah, I just my personal opinion felt a bit weird. I yeah, this I just don't think this statement is is it, Chief? Did she run it past a publicist first? I who knows, man. It probably. Probably not. Like, yeah, I just feel like she probably could have waited because essentially she put this out right in the middle of like the Twitter shit show. Like, yeah, Twitter went fucking nuts with it. I was gonna say, um, from what I seen, um, the statement was generally not very well received. No, it was not. Uh, so, what about? I actually haven't seen the statement from the other side at all. So, fun fact. So, <laughs> Johnny put his statement out there, and. It was written by, like, there's a fucking motorbike going past. It was written <laughs> on a typewriter. Beautiful. Which I just think is I, so I guess. Fun. It's just, it's so him. I mean, but, I mean, look, I know that he's, like, a bit older, but he ain't that old. Right? Um. So, yeah, so he did release a statement. Um. I think there was more pages to it, but I can only find the two. Um, but it basically <laughs> says... Six years ago, my life, the life of my children, the lives of those closest to me, and also the lives of the people who for many, many years have supported and believed in me were forever changed, all in the blink of an eye. False, very serious and criminal allegations were levied at me via the media, which triggered an endless barrage of hateful content, although no charges were ever brought against me. It had already travelled around the world twice within a nanosecond, and it had a seismic impact of my on my life and my career. Sorry, this is really hard to read since it was <laughs> typed on a fucking typewriter. Um, I mean, it's cute, but it's hard to read. And six years later, the jury gave me my life back. I am truly humbled. My decision to pursue this case, knowing very well the height of the legal hurdles that I would be facing and the inevitable worldwide, worldwide spectacle into my life was only made after considerable thought. From the very beginning, the goal of bringing this case was... God, this is so hard to read. Um, (laughs) From the very beginning, the goal of bringing this case was to reveal the truth, regardless of the outcome. Speaking the truth was something that I owed to my children and to all those who have remained steadfast in their support of me. I feel at peace knowing I have finally accomplished that. I am and have been overwhelmed by the outpouring of love and the colossal support and kindness from around the world. I hope that my quest to have the truth be told will have helped others, men or women, who have found themselves in my situation and that those supporting them never give up. I also hope that the position will now return to innocent until proven guilty both within the courts and in the media. I wish to acknowledge the noble work of the judge, the juror, Uh, the jurors, sorry, the court staff and the sheriffs who have sacrificed their own time to get to this point and to my diligent and unnerving legal team who did an extraordinary job in helping me share the truth. The best is yet to come and a new chapter has finally begun. Veritas something parrot 
the, the truth never perishes. And then it's signed by Johnny Depp. <laughs> okay. I mean, I feel like it's a very him statement. It is. <laughs> like the whole fucking statement. The fact that it's written on a really jank, like janky typewriter. See, this is the thing. Like, I do agree uh, in some points that we're all giving like a bit too much sympathy to Johnny Depp. Mm. And I feel like, but it's really hard to not when, you know, you have his statement, which is all about like, you know, I mean, half of it was about other people. Right. So it's kind of hard to not look at that and be like, oh, he's a nice guy when, especially when you compare it to Amber's statement. Mm. So like, I just feel like Amber's not doing herself any favors, even though I feel like, I, I personally do feel like the the reaction she's getting is like so like over the top and kind of unfair. Yeah. But I just, she's not doing herself any favors at the same time. Right. It's really hard to like, for anyone to defend anything mm. at this point. Yeah. I think, I honestly think like, I understand that there would have been a lot of pressure for her to put out a statement um, so soon afterwards. Mm-hmm. But I think had she taken like just on a human level, at least 24 hours afterwards to just calm down and maybe log off. Mm-hmm. and really just gather what she wanted to try and say, I think it would have come off a little bit warmer. I'm Like, I'm hoping yeah. that it probably would have come off a little bit warmer. Whereas, you know, Johnny was in fucking the UK. He'd just gotten done with doing, like, a concert or some bullshit. Like, yeah, he's removed himself from it. And so I think with that removal, he's now able to come across very well as well. Like, I think that helps. mm and so I think his statement comes off as very, very warm because he's had time to write this, um, whereas yeah. I feel like Amber's comes off very reactionary. Mm. And like, I, I get that in a way because like, surely she's angry. Of course, absolutely. But maybe just don't say things when you're in that like, publicly, right. in that exactly. angry space. I, I don't necessarily agree that like how badly she's been put under scrutiny um, mm. In the media, I don't think that she because, like, I mean, like we talked about this earlier today that Twitter was an absolute shit show. I had I had to log off to be exactly, honest. and there's just a lot of bad stuff going on uh, like around her, and I can't imagine. Like, yes, I understand that she said some really shitty things. Yes, I do understand that she's lied. Yes, that I I do also understand that she was violent in a relationship that was extremely toxic, but. In saying that, I don't think anyone, I think that she's gone through a lot as well. So I don't Mm. necessarily think that this is the way to go. And I think I have a hard time whenever, like when we talk about cancel culture, this is just a a really quick sidetrack. But like I, I don't like how quick and how harsh cancel culture can be. Like hundreds of thousands of tweets coming out about how much of a shitty person you are and to the extent that some people take it like saying you should unalive yourself I think that's horrific yeah and I can't imagine being barraged with that and so in saying that I I feel bad in that regard because I don't think anyone ever deserves that treatment I mean yeah we've covered some pretty horrific True crime stuff. And in, in that regard, yes. But in this regard, she hasn't killed anyone. So. I just I just don't think, like, I think, I'm trying to think of how to say this. I think it's just really unhelpful for people who have nothing to do with the situation to sit there and pick sides and then be willing to uh, harass people over their thoughts and opinions when neither of you have any idea about what actually happened. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, we are only speculating on exactly. what we think we may know. And we don't, I mean, we don't even know what we think we know, you know, like we weren't there. Exactly. Like we can only base our opinions on the information that we have, which I'm sure is like a, a, a grain of sand mm. uh, in, in, in like context to the entire thing. And I kind of feel like it's taking away from any lesson that we could take from it. Absolutely. Basically, what I'm saying is people are kind of shit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, like, 100%. I just think that it's, like, so unhelpful and it's all just, like, you know, well, my opinion is right and yours is wrong. Yeah, over a situation that you literally have nothing to do with. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I just... Oh, man. So I saved a couple of tweets. Okay. 
um, that I thought we could talk about. So the first one was that they basically said, like, as a feminist, that their pet peeve was, like, about the whole equality thing, that, like, feminism isn't about female dominance. It's about equal rights and justice. And fucking hit the nail on the head with that tweet, man. (laughs) I hate this notion that in order to be a feminist, you have to put females above men. I mean, that's definitely not the point of feminism. Right. I I personally, and I've hated this for a very long time, I will never call myself, def- myself a feminist. I'm the um, same. Purely just, just because, because of the bad connotations, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, um, I feel like it kind of started in like third wave feminism where it started to be like, well, fuck men. Yeah. When that's like never really been the point before that. Um, right. So now I don't really I, – I wouldn't call myself a feminist even though I absolutely believe in equal rights because I'd be a dickhead if I didn't. Um. Right. Absolutely. I think at this point I wouldn't want to tell, like, anybody that I'm a feminist, but I am 100% for equal rights. Yeah, whether absolutely. Because that for, makes sense. Yeah, whether it's for people – yeah, just for everyone. equal rights. Just equal every, fucking rights, man. Everyone, no matter – you know, same. What, whatever they've got going on. Doesn't same, matter. same. It's everyone. <laughs> no, no pedestals, just same. <laughs> exactly. That was coming off the, like, that tweet came off the um, whole Amber Heard statement with, like, it being a setback and stuff like that. And mm. I do agree. I think that it is about equal rights. I think that it's not, like, oh, no, feminism today, you know, which yeah. seemed to be a lot of people today were either like, oh, no, feminism, or oh, yay, feminism. I just don't think that fits in this scenario. I really don't, personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. So there was another one uh, that was saying that, uh, where is it? Um, Thanks to Amber Heard, it will be even harder for women of real physical and sexual abuse to speak up in the future. Oh, yikes. I don't like that take either. No, no I don't like that either. That's no. That's a, that's a big no for me. I th- I think I worried a little bit that this would deter people from coming forward about their own. I'll be honest, I don't think that it's going to make any real tangible difference because like we said in the last one, the public's memories meant real short. Yeah, absolutely. The issue was already there. Exactly, And it yes. continues to be an issue and I don't think it's really going to be affected that much at all 100%. by this particular case. I think... For me personally, if anything, I really hope that this highlights the fact for men that, yes, they can be victims as well. Um, so I I don't necessarily think that this is going to be a setback as like so many people keep saying that, oh, my God, this is a setback. I don't think that that's a case personally. I just think that I am hoping that this is a highlight that both men and women can be abused they can both be victims of domestic violence and of domestic abuse yeah i just i would just like to take the gender out of it entirely right like i just feel like it should encourage people who have been through that kind of thing to talk regardless of gender or whatever like because it's obviously a very serious issue that um you know a lot of people go through and it doesn't get talked about hardly gets reported i would hope that yeah regardless of gender or whatever other circumstances that just generally encourages people to speak out about that sort of thing. Mm, Yeah. Instead of, yeah, I just, I don't know. I feel like we're kind of like missing the mark a bit, making it all about gender and all of that. Just make it like a whole thing. Right. Exactly. I, I agree. I think that in by, I don't know if I can articulate this correctly of what's going on in my brain. (laughs) It's like a really try. complex issue that, like, I have no experience in, have exactly. never worked in. Like, yeah. this is just a general opinion <laughs> from someone who knows nothing. Yeah, I think that, like, nah, the thought's gone. Fucking, <laughs> it's gone. We'll move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, this is going to be hard for me to explain. So difficult, in fact, completely fucking forgot what I was going to say. So, you know. There it is. I mean, it is a really difficult thing to, like, articulate because, well, I mean, especially as people who haven't really, like, gone through it. Mm. You know, like, I've had toxic relationships, well, at one, uh, but, like, 
you know, I feel like that kind of pales in comparison to what they were. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to air my dirty laundry <laughs> for the world, but like, on this is just this is a scale. Like, I'm I, pfft, no, <laughs> my brain's fucking fried today, man. Um, <laughs> the last tweet though, I wanted to talk about. Should I put it like? Should I try and say their at? Give them a little bit of a shout out. Don't I know. mean, you sure if you want to. Um, so this came from Dreamer Chuck, Ooh, apparently. Okay. Um, D R I M A. C-H-U-C-K. Basically, it says, again, I'd like to remind everyone that no abuser during this hashtag Me Too period has been scrutinized like Amber Heard has been and turned into a public spectacle. Not Harvey Weinstein, not Bill Crosby, uh, Bill Cosby, sorry, Uh, not even Jeffrey Epstein or what's her name? I don't know how to pronounce this. Ghislaine Maxwell. Um, Okay, yeah. Yeah, not even their trials with this high profile. I thought that was a very interesting take. I don't know how I feel about that because I kind of disagree. Yeah? I don't I, – I mean, they were definitely high profile. They were definitely talked about. I'm not sure if they were talked about maybe as much or if I just wasn't looking for it because I wasn't invested, I guess. Mm, I, I wonder if they were talked about to a similar regard because, I mean, we're still talking about Jeffrey Epstein. We're still talking about just Lee yeah. Maxwell. Um. I just wonder if it didn't take off on TikTok, essentially. I mean, how popular was TikTok at the time? That's what I mean. It it kind of like, I'm like, how do we compare that? Right. Or have we just forgotten that whatever platform we talked on the most back then was, you know, not as popular as it is now, so therefore we've forgotten about it, if that makes sense. I guess it is true to an extent because while all the other people were famous, they were maybe not, like, as, like, uh, so heavily involved in, like, pop culture, so maybe weren't on, like, younger people's radar and considering that younger people are the ones that consume the most media. Mm. Maybe that's where it gets skewed. I do agree, though, that she's had a lot more scrutiny. And I do wonder if that has something to do with her being a woman. I do. I... I can't make up my mind. Like I just keep going back and forth. Like yeah, yeah, same. It's Maybe a hard it's one because to make, uh, yeah, like a definitive like line in the sand on exactly. Like maybe part and parcel because she is a woman making a claim against a very very popular man. But then also, is it because the audio tapes that came out that were fucking damning? Like oh, when I mean, there she is also that like when she played. This whole innocent act of like, well, no, I'm not an abuser. I was actually abused. Like, I'm the victim here. Like, I am the sole victim. Um, And then the audio tapes come out where she's just like, fuck. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I think it's all just an absolute fucking shit show. But I also think it's an absolute shit show that we're going to forget in like, you know, a couple of months time. So, yeah. I don't know. It is is, is really hard. I think like my sort of like final takeaway is from all of this is that, um, you know, I think based on the information that we have, they were both really not great to each other. Mm. And I do think that they abused each other. I don't think that there's any one person that's a fault. I don't think that there's any one person who's like, well, they're to blame and this is the reason or anything like that. But, I mean, this is all just my personal opinion. I also think that, like, speculation online and arguing about something you know nothing about or very little about is really unhelpful. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's kind of taking away a bit from the actual issues at play, which, you know, could use this platform to, you know, shed more light on. Yeah, I think that's basically how I would sum up how I feel about the whole Yeah, I think for me, I... I have a hard time, like, because I like to digest <laughs> my thoughts for a while. Um, yeah. And considering, like, this is just so fast-paced, like, and there's really just been so much about it that's come out. And, yeah, I agree. I think that I don't think this was a healthy relationship by any means. I think they both hurt each other um, significantly. I don't have enough information to say that, she was uh, physically abusive to him and likely he was physically abusive to her. I don't know because I wasn't there. While, yes, the court has said, yes, this is defamatory and blah, 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 this happened and we've heard audio tapes, I am a firm believer that there is side A, side B, and then the truth falls somewhere in the middle. We've heard that 
she was abusive. We've heard him say a lot of really shitty things too. So mm. I think when it falls down, I think it's just a really bad relationship. I think it's a very unhealthy relationship. I I would highly agree that just the absolute circus around this trail has really taken away from some key lessons that we could probably have learnt from this trial mm-hmm. um, in terms of supporting victims and how we especially in the media, portray victims and abusers. Um, And I think that's a real shame because I think until we learn that lesson of how we can talk about this without attacking each other, we just, we don't learn anything. And I think that's a shame um, because we haven't had a, we haven't had something like this of this caliber that's just fucking taken off. Like this is a huge headline that's been in the media. It's been bigger than unfortunately the mass shootings in America, it's been bigger than... I mean, now, that's 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 a problem. Right. And it's been bigger than the war in Ukraine about all these other really, really serious topics and it's just dominated the headlines. And I think that, unfortunately, it was... The media has just been like, I'm picking this side, this is where I sit, fuck everybody else. And I think that's a huge shame because we really could have mm. learnt to have conversations surrounding about it, uh, around it. Um, but unfortunately, we um, as a society are not mature enough to be able to have these conversations now. And so I hope that in the future we'll be able to have those conversations because they are important conversations to be had. I think like every time something like this comes up, we get like that, you know, like that tiniest, tiny bit closer. Hmm. I think we're a lot closer than we were in the 1920s. Um, I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's all over a hundred years, wait, like <laughs> another hundred years. Uh, that'd be nice. Uh, I um, this is completely off topic. It's so funny that we mentioned that because I I saw a TikTok from some guy who was just like, you know, women's rights in the 1920s, and he was just like, you know, my wife just had a baby and uh, she was all mopey, so I sent her off to the loony bin. I'm just like, well, yeah. <laughs> You know, not wrong. I mean, but I mean, where's the lie? <laughs> oh, I, I remember, like, like the lost episode of of this podcast that that, that I lost basically um, <laughs> was about an asylum, and basically you could be put in there for having a period. Yeah, no good. Don't do that. <laughs> or having like PMS. So like. <laughs> God. I think we've come a long way, but we still have like so much more to go that it's kind of ridiculous. I do hope that people will learn something from this, whether it's um, that, yes, we do still need to support victims, whether they be male or female, mm-hmm. um, whether it's, I don't know, mind-blowing that men can actually be victims too. Um, I hope that there's some lessons that can be learnt here. And I do hope that as a society we probably become a little bit less cruel in how we talk yeah. about each other. Because That'd be nice. You know, like at the end of the day this is all about people being mean and saying things that they shouldn't have. So maybe we should be less of that. I mean, that would be a nice side effect. Don't think it's going to happen, but... Right. Let's drop the maliciousness. Um, Um, I I, I do want to say that I hope both Amber and Johnny are okay. Look, I have a feeling they're going to be sitting on their stacks of money and probably just fine, but Mm. I hope that, you know, mentally they're both okay. I think this could have potentially had a a massive uh, emotional and mental toll on both of them. And so, Mm -hmm. yes, I do definitely agree that I hope that they're both okay. Um, And I hope that if anyone out there is feeling hurt or, like, upset, because I think this could potentially bring up a lot of uh, memories of trauma for a lot of people. Um, Yeah, absolutely. So I hope that if you are out there and you are feeling that way, that you are okay, that you are loved, and that, you know, there's a world of support around there for you to make you feel safe and to help you through it. That's kind of, like, why I didn't really want to go, like, dive too much into the actual like domestic violence accusations because that's not really what the case is about it wasn't a criminal case Mm. and I just feel like yeah it probably would have been triggering for a lot of people and I don't know like I just I felt a bit weird about trying to speculate on (laughs) actual violence between uh, two people who were you know together well that's it and considering we only really have snippets of yeah testimonies and stuff like that I, I don't feel great weighing in on that 
Yeah, because I kind of feel like that's maybe what people would have expected from a podcast about it, but I I don't know. I just felt really icky. Doing I just that. don't. I don't, and I I'm assuming you don't either because we've never talked about it. Um, but we don't have the expertise. No. To talk about stuff like that, and while we come on here and we make fucking jokes and we take the piss and it's never very serious. At the end of the day, we always walk away trying to make sure that we've not done any more damage to yeah, the world. Absolutely. It's like, kind of like a, a tricky line to, to, to walk, I guess. Like, I don't want to treat this like, you know, just another bit of celebrity gossip because I don't think it is. Um, but I also don't want to go like too heavy into um, like, you know, really serious domestic violence allegations either. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm not equipped. I'm not familiar enough no, to same. to deal with those issues. Um, I at most could potentially point you in the direction of some someone who might be able to give you support. I don't know how uh, the legal teams on both sides, even the judge, have been able to do this for six weeks because I'm fucking mentally exhausted. <laughs> Yeah, and we're just like two people who have taken like a side interest in this. Right, uh, like we haven't been there for the whole six weeks. Like we've no, just... And I haven't like watched everything or like looked at no. everything or anything like that. Yeah, that's it. I am mentally exhausted from this. Like this is this is deep. It's a lot deeper than my expertise allow me to go. I wonder like how they feel now, like actually being able to look at everything that, you know, public opinion and all that about them. Mm. I wonder how Elaine's doing. I feel bad for Elaine. I do. She's just she's trying to do a job. And even Maybe Mr. Ronborn. Like, I just. successful, but. I just don't think that we can evaluate people's work ethics or the value of who they are as humans based yeah. on a couple of viral TikToks. I also think that that's sort of part of the problem with this and how people have, like, formed their opinions from, like, TikToks that are taken out of context that are just, like, funny. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah, absolutely. I do think that's part of the problem. So I hope that, like, Elaine and um, the whole team is doing okay. Like, I really hope that everyone that was involved in this <laughs> is, is okay. trial in one way or another is okay. Bottom line, we hope you okay. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I, I feel like um, people are always, like, expecting people to, like, take a side or, like, have a really strong opinion one way or the other. And we've both just sat here and, like, fence sat the entire time. Well, uh, I, mean, <laughs> so. I mean, yeah, absolutely. But I'm happy to do that only because I wasn't there. I don't know. And exactly. just, like, I mean, I, I don't want to take sides because I feel like it it puts me in – it backs me into a corner. I feel like when you take sides and you declare said side, like, I 100% stand with blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I feel like you then have to take the heat no matter what. Um, mm. And I'm not willing to do that for a celebrity that I don't know. Like, Yeah, exactly. The bottom line, like I will happily say that I think that both people have been incredibly toxic throughout their relationship and treated the other person absolutely fucking poorly. I think that's yeah. really shitty of both of them to have done yeah, that. Um, but I will not back myself in a corner and say that 100% I support this person because – I mean, at the end of the day, are either of them going to come out and say, I 100% support Ali? <laughs> no. So. <laughs> I um, Yeah, I just I just don't feel like I have enough information to be able to make a, a call. Yeah, you know? I agree. I Th That's it? Getting little bits of snippets here and there that are intentionally hand-picked to make the other person look bad. Yeah. It's not something that I want to declare. <laughs> I just, my allegiance I, I, to. I, this is like a, a bit of an aside but it's just wild to me like how passionate people can get over this stuff online and like will absolutely make a call like it's 1000 percent the truth and they know everything and i'm like how right you're like publicly I mean, saying this <laughs> at the end of the day and i think that's a, an important point to make is that every bit of evidence that people had seen throughout this trial was hand picked hmm for one reason or another, and that was yeah. whether not to make the other party look bad or the the a party look good. Like, yeah, there was a lot that was just hand picked snippets. I mean, we didn't get to hear from James Franco or Elon Musk I wish we had. or whoever else. You know, like everything was handcrafted for a particular purpose. And I know that probably sounds weird and shitty because, like, oh well, it's not 
a PR stunt. Mm. But like at the end of the day, we're not getting the full story. We weren't there. We weren't flies on the walls. So yeah, that's my rant. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. sit on the fence. <laughs> I mean, I'm not really sitting on the fence. I'm saying they were both shit. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm not going to sit <laughs> so- here and declare that I'm Team Johnny or Team Amber. Yeah. You know what? I'm Team fucking Penny, the judge. Like I'm all for her. She great. I'm, I'm Team getting out of toxic relationships. Absolutely. How about that? I am Team. Don't be a shit cunt. That is the best team to be on. Right. Always. Team, so don't be a shit I'm cunt. I'm on board. That's it. I feel like this is merch. <laughs> team, don't be a shit cunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. To stop us from just like talking around in circles on this, I, th- I think this is it. I think I think we end it here. This is it. Um, I don't think there will be another episode for us to report on. No, I think this is the end of the uh, Johnny Depp Amber Heard saga. For us, anyway, For I us, think um, yes. they were saying that Amber Heard will uh, appeal. Again, I don't fucking know about it, so I'm not going to go into it. I haven't read anything about it. but Until it happens, maybe either we'll, way, like, at the beginning of an episode be like, oh, this happened, but like, that's Yeah, it. this is the end of us talking about it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm glad and we got I'm, it honestly, out of the system. Honestly, kind of glad. Uh, yeah, <laughs> me too. I'm done with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to uh, get a little cabin out in the woods and just go fucking completely off the grid. <laughs> Well, that'd be nice. Right. I'm down for that. Only for a little bit, though, because I don't get bored. See, I want to think that I wouldn't, but I know that I will. So yeah. <laughs> It'd be good for, like, five days. Ideal life, I'm just, like, running around in a field living my best cottage core life. Um, yeah, reality? Cottage, it's it's going to get real boring. Reality, I don't like the outdoors or <laughs> insects. So <laughs> It's like camping's always, like, a great idea. Until you're, like, on the third day hungover as fuck and you just want to use a real toilet. I love the idea of camping. Hate the practice of it. <laughs> it's good for, like, a night to you're done. I would even argue that it's not good for a night. That it's good <laughs> to think about and romanticize in your brain while you're sitting inside. <laughs> I mean, it depends on the company, really. I mean, that's the thing that makes a camping trip, right? So you're not there for the great outdoors unless you're like one of those weird people who really are there for the outdoors. Oh, don't talk to me. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> All right, let's end out this episode. Yeah, let's stop talking about the possibility of bugs and stuff. Okay. Blech. Blech. <laughs> all right uh thank you so much for listening to us rant about you know i, I don't know the things this whatever this was this shit show <laughs> good lord and we'll be back i don't know what the date uh it will be let me double the 13th. check Ooh, monday the 13th <laughs> I mean, monday the 13th doesn't really strike fear in my heart but uh, it does for me i hate mondays fair Yes, Monday the 13th. <laughs> Monday the 13th we'll be back with a, uh, an episode. Who knows what that's going to be at this point. But uh, we will talk to you then. Actually, we're meant to plug socials and stuff, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we have those. Um, we do. <laughs> you, you can find us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Devil's Margarita. Um, if you want to send us an email for any reason, you can do that at devilsmargaritapod at gmail.com. And, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. All right. Case closed. <laughs> <laughs>